Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And we know that one of the best ways to do that is through travel and exploring new cities, sites, and cultures. That's why I'm especially excited to introduce our guest today, Joe Yogurst. Joe is an editor, writer, and photographer who has lived and worked on four continents, Asia, Africa, Europe and North America, and his writing has appeared in numerous major publications, including Condé Nast Traveler, CNN Travel, and National Geographic Traveler, as well as in more than 40 National Geographic books. And boy, have I been lucky because I've been able to interview Joe for several other of his amazing books, and he is still going strong. In fact, today Joe is joining us to share all about his latest must-have book. It's called National Geographic's 100 Cities, 5,000 Ideas, and this is one I know you are going to want to have in your personal library. So I'm excited to talk to you. Welcome, Joe. Hi, thanks for having me back. It's a pleasure. <laughs> well, first off, like all of the rest of your books, uh, congratulations on this amazing one. Of course, National Geographic, uh, the photographs are stunning and leaping through the pages uh, makes me want to run in, grab my suitcase and start packing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the subtitle, I want to make sure everybody knows where to go, when to go, what to see, what to do. Joe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm still here. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't ask you a question. I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You didn't ask, can you, you give didn't us an overview? I just left you <laughs> hanging there. Sorry about that, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so can you give us a little bit of what we might expect to find in this fabulous book? Okay. Well, it's, it's my personal picks for the 100 cities in the world that everyone should visit at some point in their life. Um, and um, the, my editors at, at Geographic had a couple of suggestions, so some of their favorite cities are in here too. But this is basically places that I think that everyone should go. That, um, and I think you know, there's another hundred we could have easily we could have done 200 cities, 10,000 ideas, but we had to narrow it down. And um, you know, 35, 40 of these cities are the obvious ones. You know, New York and San Francisco and London and Paris and Tokyo and Sydney. And then we had these this kind of short list of hundreds of more cities and had to narrow it down. And, and because it's a very personal book to me, they, these are cities that I know well or that I've lived in before or written about and things like that. And um, and we also, because most of the people who buy these books are Americans or Canadians, we looked at cities that were they most likely to visit um, or that had a special appeal to people from North America. And then... Um, tried to narrow it down from there further by what their, their, their historical legacy was or whether there were foodie destinations or beach destinations, outdoor adventure, great museums, um, cityscapes, you know, be just drop-dead gorgeous places. Um, so we eventually got it down to 100. Truth be told, it's more like 130 cities because <laughs> we, combined, we combined two cities in some of the chapters in the same states or countries. Oh, I love that part. Yeah, like you go, uh, and I forget the title, how you how you word it, but yes, because you add in really fascinating cities that aren't far from the original city you're talking about. Oh yeah, um, that's the, we have little sidebars on um, 
Boy, if I include those, it's, it really is more like 200 cities. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're called urban relics. So they're, they're ancient cities and ancient ruins that are close to the big city that's the main focus of the chapter. Um, so in, in Jordan, for instance, Amman, which is the capital, which is a very interesting Middle, East, Middle Eastern city that not a lot of Americans know about. Um, we had Petra, which a lot of people do know about as the urban relic because Petra was the metropolis of 2,000 years ago. Um, so, yeah, we do that a lot. That's an interesting way to cover even more cities. Well, and, I, of course, it's so well organized. Again, you did it geographically. And I think today, for our purposes, uh, a lot of us have been stuck home with COVID and they want to do international travel. But probably the best place for we boomers, my you know generation to start, is maybe a little closer to home. But you give that snapshot big picture and give an overview, population, language, currency, for those of us who may want to do international travel, also known as. And then I love these little inserts uh alter ego i think that's when you put the this the nearby city that's kind of you yes. know similar but your mm-hmm. art beat background check or hidden treasures i just thought i mean these are such great ideas to add you know to the joy of planning a trip yeah i think it adds a lot to it and like I, and like i said it, it allows us to get more in than just the the, the hundred cities of the title um, but it's also interesting how cities in the same place can be very contrasting, even though they're close together, um, and have totally different personalities. Well, and I also want to say, again, I'm really pushing this book because the holidays are coming up, and it, it really mm-hmm. would make a fabulous gift, even if you're just an armchair traveler, because I'd mentioned before we went on air, I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area, so, mm-hmm. of course, I wanted to check out that chapter. I learned so much. <laughs> I'm gonna, all my friends were going to go on all these little adventures close to home that I had no idea about before I saw it in your book. I mean, the, the amount of research and things that you and I'm sure you had a team to help you, but it's incredible. Um, yeah, I really enjoy doing the research. Um, and um, I always ask friends and family and colleagues for their recommendations, um, especially if it's a place I haven't been to recently. Um, and um, But I really like going down rabbit holes and finding out interesting facts about places that I have to write about, sometimes to, to my detriment because I go so far down the rabbit hole that it, has, it goes beyond the relevance and the time I really <laughs> need to, to do it. But I have fun doing that. That's what I enjoy. I like waking up in the morning and knowing that I'm going to learn something completely new every day. Um, and that's what I probably, other than the travel part, that's what I enjoy most about what I do for, for a living is, is just reading and researching places and what happens there. Well, and as a lazy person, <laughs> I'll let you do all the work, Jeff, and just okay. enjoy the benefits of your labor. Because I, I, I'm just going to say something again about San Francisco, my hometown, but I didn't know this. Many of San Francisco's historic homes are made from ship parts. That yes. was in the book. Who knew? Did you find that rabbit hole yourself, or did you get some help yes, on that I one? Yes, I found that rabbit hole myself. But, but it makes sense because all these people, well, this is, these are the, the homes that survived the earthquake and the fire, um, the pre-earthquake homes that are still around from as long ago as gold rush days when they would sail around the horn and 
basically everyone would abandon their ship in the harbor to go to the gold fields in California. So there was all this wood. They didn't have to chop down the tree and saw it. All they had to do was go take the ship apart and build a house. So. Well, at my, the next holiday cocktail party, I'm going to I'm going to drop that little tidbit, and everybody will gather <laughs> around and say, "How did you find that out?" <laughs> oh no, this and two. I also want to, in addition to the rabbit holes and all those fun facts and interesting uh, points that you make in the book, you have some real practical parts to it: where to eat, how to stay. So, real practical trip planning ideas too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's you know, it's it's not. My, I always tell people about these guides. It's not a detailed guidebook. This is a, it's for armchair travel to dream about going to these places or it's to get ideas about where you want to go and do some overall, you know, the, the broad brush, brush stroke planning. Once, once you go to a place, then that's when you should buy a guidebook. You know, either do a lot of online research or buy a specific guidebook whether it's Rick Steves or National Geographic or Lonely Planet or Moon Publications or whatever it is, to, to, to really fill in the details. Um, I like to give some places of my favorite places to stay or eat, but it's certainly not a comprehensive list of where to sleep or where to eat. You need to go and do that on your own beyond this book. But if I have favorite places to sleep and eat, I'm going to put some of them in the book. Wow. Well, I could talk to you for hours, Joe. I mean, this is such a rich uh, history in the book and all these, like I say, fascinating fun facts plus uh, practical ideas and, you know, places to eat. I'm, I'm going to take you up on some of your ideas around for me locally, uh, <laughs> but I am going to have to close. So do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave before we have to say goodbye? Uh, no, other than the fact that I have another book coming out in the spring that it's on my 100 favorite hikes in Canada and the U.S. And they range from oh. one hour and one mile up to six years. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Well, please let me interview you for that one because I'm really interested in going on a six-year hike this time. <laughs> oh, that sounds great, Joe. Thank you. This has been so much fun. And thanks for sharing your information and, of course, your travel expertise and creating these wonderful, fabulous books that will, you know, really add to everybody's life. So thank you, Sure. Joe. Thanks. Good, great talking to you again. Thank you. Okay, and um, make sure all you listeners out there, I'm not kidding. Like I say, the holidays are coming up. This is a wonderful, it's a coffee table book with beautiful, beautiful photographs, but it's also an armchair travel guide I know you're going to want to have for yourself. And look for the cities close by you because you're going to be surprised by all the amazing facts and rabbit holes Joe has come up with. So it's a treasure trove of useful information and a feast for the eyes. Until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye.